Do you ever find yourself investing tons of time and energy and resources into new employees only to watch them turn around and leave for your competitor? Yeah, I've seen it. Every day I ask myself, what am I doing to live my best life? Lifelong Learning and Leadership Podcast, brought to you by Three Pines Leadership. Here's your host, success coach, teacher, and mediator, Molly Doris. Hello, hello, and thank you for joining us in this episode of the Lifelong Learning and Leadership Podcast. I'm your host, Molly Dorst. I am so glad you're joining us for this episode. Today, we're going to talk about employee relations and maintaining great relationships with your new recruits. So remember, the most important part of maintaining a relationship with a new recruit is a solid onboarding process. You want to make sure that they feel acquainted to their new environment so that they can really dig into their talents and bring that up to your team. So check out these tips and let me know what you think. Follow us on Instagram, join us on Facebook, DM us. We love to keep this conversation going. I hope you enjoy this episode. Employee retention is a reflection on management. Every employer wishes for a high employee retention rate, but even those with the best of intentions can unwittingly drive great employees away. Many factors come into play when it comes to engaging employees and making them feel valued. Here are a few tips. First, hire the right people to start with. In your interviewing process, consider diligence, attitude, and integrity and not just academic qualifications, experience, and technical skills. Look for a well-rounded employee that fits the culture of your organization. Number two, pay your employees right. Keep an eye on other businesses in your industry and make sure that you're paying your employees at a respectable level. It's said that after about $60,000, the correlation between employee satisfaction and income stagnate. Make sure your compensation package is more well-rounded than just a paycheck. Consider health benefits, days off for volunteering, telecommuting opportunities, childcare, maybe even employee meals, fitness memberships, and casual Fridays. Number three, be flexible in your scheduling. Make sure your employees have time to recharge on vacation. Ensure your employees have a work-life balance because that's super important. And make sure that your daily scheduling accounts for commuting and other family commitments of your employees. Number four, focus on your environment and your culture. Provide training and support to new hires until they're able to manage on your own. If you start up a culture where new employees know that they can come to you for advice you're setting your teams up for success. Number five, give praise and recognition. A simple thank you or a job well done note could do wonders. Number six, create a career roadmap with your employees. Sit down with them during their performance reviews and specify what they need to do to achieve their next career milestone. Number seven, 
offer mentorship opportunities for both mature employees and new hires. Our work industry is about to face a huge turnover of really great employees when our baby boomers begin their retirement. This is the perfect opportunity to connect these soon-to-retire employees with our new hires. Number eight, foster collaborative teamwork. Make sure that you're setting up your space and your company's structure to support collaborative and creative problem solving. And number nine, celebrate your team's milestones. Even if they're as little as someone's birthday or as big as a million dollar contract, celebrate everything. It'll bring your team closer together. I encourage you to even celebrate your failures. If you build debrief into your project management cycle, you'll build a language of collaborative problem solving that recognizes our failures and looks for solutions around that, that learns from our mistakes. If you recognize that you as a manager or a supervisor are not perfect and that you can also fail at things, your team will recognize your humility and your team will be greater for that. Let's talk a bit more about the onboarding process and why it's so important. There are three big reasons why you have to focus on your onboarding with new employees. All right, first, it reduces the overall ramp up time for that new employee. That means that your new employee is able to perform at their peak, their optimal rate earlier. If they're still fumbling around trying to figure out who to phone or how the phone works in the first place, they're not going to be able to do what you actually hired them to do. Secondly, a great onboarding experience increases morale. So this goes back to Maslow's hierarchy of needs. If we feel safe and secure in our environments, we can begin to thrive. So if we feel like we're, we know how things work within our organization, we can begin to problem solve. We can begin to offer exceptional customer service to our customers and clients as well. And finally, an awesome onboarding experience encourages open communication throughout the lifespan of the employee. And this is connected to trust and alignment with organizational goals as well. When everyone knows what's going on, things can run a lot more smoothly. All right, I hear you. You want actual statistics. Here we go. 69% of employees are more likely to stay with a company for three years if they experienced great onboarding. New employees who went through a structured onboarding program are 58% more likely to be with the organization three years later. And organizations with a standard onboarding process experience 50% greater new hire productivity. According to the Society for Human Resources Management, there are four areas that you should focus on as distinct levels in your onboarding process. First, take care of your compliance. At this level, Human Resources teaches new employees about legal and policy-related issues. Next, we move on to clarification, where again, Human Resources is making sure that new employees understand their new role, along with the related expectations. Third, we're moving on to culture, where HR can focus on exposing new hires to the organizational values and norms. And finally, connection, where HR connects new hires to personal relationships 
and informational networks that are important for the duties that they've been hired to perform. Technology can help us streamline a lot of the onboarding process, but what technology doesn't help is foundational relationship building. That's where you as a supervisor or a manager needs to really step up to the plate. Technology can't help put a smile on our face or make an employee feel welcome. That's your job. So as I sign off today, I want you to remember that when I tell you to be excellent to each other at the end of each episode, I mean it. I mean be excellent to your friends and family, be excellent to your employees, be excellent to your organizations, and be excellent to your customers, your clients, and your patients. So thank you so much for joining me for this latest episode. Can't wait to check in with you next week. And until then, be excellent to each other.